Welcome to One Cause Church. Here is another inspirational message from Senior Pastor Eric Holler. Psalms chapter 107 verse 20. He sent His Word and healed them. He sent His Word and healed them. I said He sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Amen. So we believe that Word is true and we declare it's done, it's finished. Because Jesus Christ finished it. He did. He finished the work. It's all settled. That's why he's seated. He's not having to continue to minister. He's not having to continue to stand. He did everything and then sat down signifying this deal is done. Amen. This matter is established. You are healed by his stripes. That is the way it is. Amen. So you got to get that word in your heart, that word in your mouth, so you can see it in your life. Amen. All right, well, speaking of words, that's what we're going to be talking about. Starting today, um, I'm going to beginning a series called The Power of Words, and we're going to walk through several verses of Scripture um, for this next three, four weeks. I don't know how long it'll go, but I know it's important. It's extremely important. I think there are many times that we forget just how important the power of our words are and, 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 and sometimes just kind of live unaware in the day and not live more intentional and purposeful in speaking our words and what words we speak. Because my family, it makes all the difference in your life. I said it makes all the difference. It really does. And let me remind you today that you and I, as children of God, are all part of the kingdom of God. You understand that. It's great to be an American, but it is awesome to be in the kingdom of God. Huh? You're all citizens of his majesty citizens of the kingdom of god Uh, colossians 1 13 and then we'll go to proverbs 20 no proverbs 18 proverbs 18 but listen to this he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love see because of what christ he brought you out of darkness and brought you into the kingdom of the son of his love so you are all part of a kingdom which which literally means kingdom literally means royal domain it's amazing. So you and I were part of a royal dom- domain, and, and we are all ruled by a royal family. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And in this kingdom, there are rules or principles and laws that govern this kingdom. And so it's important for you and I to know what those things are so that we can better be citizens so that we can receive all that this kingdom offers us. This kingdom is a kingdom with no end. This kingdom is full of life and abundance in life. Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have abundance in life. That's what he said. In this kingdom is life and abundance in life. Praise God. So we need to know. We need to have an understanding of what that means. There there are things that we must know and things we must put into practice and to abide by in our lives. Amen. In this country, and I thank God, aren't you glad to be living in the United States of America? This really is something powerful and wonderful that God birthed through people who wanted freedom, wanted freedom in Christ. It was a message of freedom in Christ that birthed freedom as a nation. The, the great Ben Franklin credited, credited a preacher by the name of George Whitfield to the American Revolution. He said these words, and I quote, George Whitfield has so embedded 
in the hearts and the minds of the colonists the desire for freedom as to make a revolution inevitable. Imagine that. A preacher who just got caught on fire of the Holy Ghost and was spreading this good news, preaching freedom in Christ, and it did something in the hearts of the people. They said, we want freedom in this world. Freedom in Christ makes me want to be a free citizen. And so it lit up a cause. It lit up a cause and a fire that, could, that they could not put out. The, the, greater, the greater military force by far could not stop what was in the hearts of the American people. My family, that's, that is what I love about this country. We are founded upon the, this truth that we are all endowed by our Creator, all endowed by our Creator with certain inalienable rights. We are all created equal. Amen. And now we have the right by our God in the pursuit of what? Liberty, life, and happiness. Amen. I don't know why I got on that American kick. But anyway, I'm just really blessed. Sometimes, you know, sometimes, huh? The Olympics. Yeah. USA, USA. But, I mean, it, we, somewhere along the way, my, moms and daddies, you've got you to remind your kids, because if you don't teach your kids these things, because the history books have, have taken out what we really are about. They're teaching, they're teaching crazy stuff in schools now. So you have, to, you have to train up your children and teach them, because one generation, we're just one generation away from forgetting who we are, where we came from. Because if you forget where you come from, you have no idea where you're going. You must know what you've come from so that you can know what future you're going into. So you see that, you see that the, the demise of the devil, the scheme of the devil is to erase the history so that we don't know who we are, so that we don't have an identity as a nation, so that we don't know where we're going. And that's when we become prey. That's when we all become slaves. All right? So you've got to instill these things. Teach your children these things. Not only the things of God, but the things of this country that make this country great, which are founded upon godly principles. But we, that, that's, this country is founded upon godly principles. In God we trust, right? Even our money says it, right? So we have these things in place so that we can know how to live as Americans. If you go to another country, they have a different set of laws. There are things that you can do here that you can't do there, and vice versa. So it's important that wherever you live, Whatever country you're a part of, you need to find out what are the laws that govern this land. Hmm? In this kingdom, there are laws. And one of the most essential principles in this kingdom, one of the most essential elements in the kingdom of God is found in Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 21. I have not forgotten where I was going. Proverbs 18, actually verse 20 is where we'll start. These two verses connected together. A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. The word stomach means the seat of hunger. The seat of hunger. So your hunger then will be satisfied. I'm not talking about just a physical stomach. That your seat of hunger, whatever you're hungry for, shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. Next, death and life are in the power of the tongue. What's in the power of the tongue? Death and life are in the power 
of the tongue, and they, those who love it, will eat its fruit. Those who love it will eat its fruit. Now think about this for a moment, because, you know, I know that I, I've talked to people about this and even kind of thought, wow, is it really that, is that really true? This, is, this doesn't make sense to a lot of people. Death and life are in the power of the... Because if you were to ask them who holds the power of death or life, they might say God or Nancy Pelosi or... Um, um, ISIS, the devil. No, no, no. The Scripture shows us what the truth is about the power of life and death. It is the life and death are in the power of the tongue. You see this? We have to catch this. This is one of the, 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 the biggest truths in this kingdom, that you and I have the power in our tongue for life or for death. Now, Jason helped remind me of this earlier, that the word for power here is the Hebrew word yad. Let's all make a friend of that word, yad, yad, all right? And it means hand. It means hand, all right? So let's try this right quick. Put your hand in front of your mouth, all right? So just so we can get a mental picture here. Death and life are in the hand of the tongue. That is, whatever you're speaking, you're putting it in the grasp of your life. Whatever you're, whatever you're saying, you're sticking yourself right to it. It, is your, it's, it has become now your life. It has become the reality of your life. Remember the movie Christmas Story? When they dared the kid to stick his tongue to the frozen flagpole, right? He wasn't going anywhere with with his tongue stuck to that pole. Whatever his tongue was stuck to, he was stuck to. Huh? Whatever your tongue is stuck to in words, that's what you're going to eat. That's what you're going to feast on. So my question today is, what is it that you love? What is it that you love? Do you love death or do you love life? I know people who love death, and you probably do too. I'm talking about they love speaking negative words all the time. They love putting others down. They love hurting people's feelings. They love manipulating with their words. They love condemning. They love fault-finding. But here's the truth about them. I also see something going on in their life, that they're eating everything that they're saying. Because that's the way it is. Whatever you love, you're going to eat. Whatever you love to talk about, that's what you're going to eat. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. When you read that, you think, wow, really? Is it? Yes, really, this is the truth. Because we're not just animals on this earth. We're not just part of the animal kingdom. No, no, no. We are made in the very image of the living God. You are just like Him. He said, after our likeness, we're going to make Him after our kind, in our way. And they're going to act like us. They're going to talk like us. And so when God spoke into that darkness, He created with His words. And you being made in His image, my family, are going to create the life that you have by the words that come out of your mouth. Amen. So important. You've got to get this. If you're really going to enjoy what all is in this kingdom, you've got to understand this principle truth that your tongue has power. Your tongue has power. Now, just, just take a moment and think about, think about your life. Think about some of the experiences in your life. And, and, and it wouldn't take you long to, to remember an instance or many instances where you have seen the power of death in a tongue. You've seen death come from some, death, death to a relationship, right? Death to a marriage, death to a job. I was telling the early service, my, my dad, I, I worked for him for many years, and, and 
I, I was always amazed at how gracious he was with his employees, with his staff members. Because if they had worked anywhere else, and I, I throw myself in that group, I probably would have been fired. But, you know, when a guy's as gracious as he is, he tends to kind of get taken advantage of. But he just didn't do that. He just didn't fire people. I've worked for guys who were loved to fire people. Just look for the opportunity. But not my dad. He just, he just tolerated and just dealt with and just loved and just, you know. Except one time. One time. One time. I'll never forget this. A man got fired from my father because of his mouth. And I'm talking about a man who was very close to him. And he was undermining my dad, speaking to another staff member. And then news got back to my dad about this because that staff member, thank God, was smart enough to go to my father and report this. And this man lost his job immediately. I mean, death to that employment. I've never, like I said, I've never seen him do anything like that. But then I thought, ooh, you know, your words are powerful. You speak life, and you speak death. It's in the hand of the tongue. It's in the power of the tongue. Ooh, turn to somebody and tell them, I got the power. <laughs> I mean, think how many marriages have been destroyed by this? How many, how many friendships have been lost because of this truth? Wow. Got to watch your mouth. Amen. We seem to watch our mouths. Yeah. Let me encourage you, before you set off for work tomorrow, determine that you're going to put a governor on your mouth. You're going to watch what you say. Because yeah. remember and remind yourself that your words carry power. Yeah. Power for death and power for life. Even before you leave out of here today, it would be a good place to start, right here. Amen. Amen. Because I mean, how much power do they have? They have life and death power, that's how much. This is what the scripture says about that tongue in your head. James called it a rudder. He likened it to a rudder on a ship. They have a large vessel, a large ship, but that little rudder on the back is determining the course of that large vessel. That little member in your mouth boasts great things. And it is determining the course of your entire life. The direction you're going is following your tongue. Amen. Amen. So get your tongue right, get your life right. Amen. Get your tongue right, get your life right. Come on, tell somebody. Get your tongue right, get your life right. Amen. Because what you love to talk about, that's what you're going to eat. Let's go to Proverbs 21. Proverbs 21 and verse 23, watch this, whoever guards his mouth. Now, I have to ask a question right quick. Who is this talking about? Who is this talking about? Whoever. So could you say that's you? Are you a whoever? Heck yeah, you are. So am I. So you could say, if I guard my mouth and tongue, I'll keep myself from trouble. See, that's when it, become, it becomes real personal at this moment because sometimes when we read the Scriptures, it's like we're almost reading the script of someone else's life if we see it that way. But this Word is for you. The Word of God is for you to get into your life and to live in its experience. 
So the moment you make it personal, that's when revelation can come to you. And Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Truth doesn't make you free. Truth that you know makes you free. Truth that you know. So when, whenever you take this thing and you say, whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from troubles. But when you say, when I guard my mouth, this is speaking to me, when I guard my mouth and tongue, I keep myself in trouble. Now all of a sudden, I'm responsible with this truth. I can't just pass this by and say, yeah, that's for my wife. Even though I've said that. Heather, I found a verse for you. Not if I want to live. I have chosen death. <laughs> Whoever guards his mouth and tongue, what, look at this, keeps his soul. Now what's your soul? It's made up, your soul is made up of your mind, your will, your emotions, your attitude. It affects all that. Really, so much of that makes up your heart, right? You'll keep your heart from trouble. You keep your attitude from trouble. You keep your thinking from trouble. You keep all kinds of things out of trouble by putting a guard on your mouth. You know what that means? Just because you think it does not mean you have to say it. I felt like that, that, that wasn't a very good amen. Just because you think it does not mean you have to say it. Amen. 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 Huh? Yeah. Well, I say what I think. Yeah. We wish to God you wouldn't. <laughs> We're really tired of hearing. As a matter of fact, maybe that's why you don't have any friends. That's why your family doesn't like being around you, because you say what you think. Put a guard on that mouth. Shut up. Amen. Come on, man. Are we not adults here? Can we not talk like adults without somebody, I'm offended. I will get over it. Come on. You want to you you be tiptoeing through the tulips in life? Are you going to have some backbone? Some strength to you, some truth. Thank you. Because the truth sets you free. Not sensitivity to your feelings. The truth sets you free. Amen. I, 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 you know, if this makes you mad, good. I at least got something stirred up. And maybe this will help you wake up. Seriously, we need to wake up. And see the importance of this. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And if you don't set a guard on your mouth, you're going into trouble. You're going to come up on trouble after trouble after trouble. Watch what you're saying. Watch it. Hey, listen to me. This hit me before it hit you today. I had to deal with all this with Jesus earlier when I was saying like, Lord, okay. I got it. I don't like it. But in one way, I love it. I feel the love, Jesus. Whoever guards his mouth and tongue, whoever guards his mouth and tongue, keeps his soul from troubles. You guard your mouth and tongue. How many moms and dads are here this morning? Okay. Have you figured out by now how important it is to guard your tongue? You got these little parrots walking around? Huh? Saying everything you say. Like that kid who asked his mom, Mom, can I go out and help Dad change the tire? 
I know all the words. <laughs> it's, it's very true. Especially if you've got a family, how important it is. You know, the, the truth is the more I live this life, and I'm grateful to God for the gift of life, and the more I think about things and watch and observe humanity, I, I, I realize this troubling and truth some sobering truth is that most of the troubles and many of the troubles that we have are self-inflicted, right? I'm not saying all the troubles. You know, we have an, a real enemy out there. You know, the devil is real. He is real, and he is ticked off. I don't care that he's ticked off because he's defeated. Huh? I mean, really, a ticked-off wimp just isn't all that intimidating. He's got a big mouth, but he doesn't have any power because Jesus rendered him powerless. Hmm? He completely disarmed him, the Scripture says. Completely disarmed him of all of his power. He has no power over you unless you allow him to. The only power he can get is what you have to give him, if you so choose. He roams about like a roaring lion. He's not a roaring lion. He just sounds like one. Because the Scripture says when we see Him in the end, we're going to go, this is the one that shook the nations? Wow. Yeah, He's a big mouth. He's a defeated big mouth. Amen. So you don't, there, there's nothing to be afraid of with Him. He says, seeking whom He may devour. You see? He can only devour if He has permission. You know, uh, Whoever guards his mouth and tongue. And then, you know, not just the enemy, but there are just some real sorry people living on planet Earth. They really are. ISIS, they're sorry people. They're just some evil people in the world. They're, they're here, and they, all they want to do is hurt. All they want to do is harm others. All they want to do is evil. And so when you get around this kind of person, you get around troubled people, well, you're, you're real close to finding trouble yourself. That's why you've got to choose wisely who you are with. Because the company that you keep makes up the sum total of your life. I'm telling you, the company you keep makes all the difference. And the kind of quality of life that you'll have has everything. The scripture says, do not make a mistake here. Evil company corrupts good habits or good morals. Amen. All right? Yeah. It just does. I found out Friday morning that I had a cousin in Oklahoma who was shot and killed by her husband. Friday morning. Grew up with this girl. Fourteen years ago, we buried her sister who took her own life. She got caught up in the drug world and her Husband had drug her into that world. Her way ended in death, and then her sister. Friday morning, her life was taken by her husband, who had recently got out of prison, and the family begged her not to go back to him, and she did. I was thinking about, since that happened, I've just been thinking about what, what happened? 
we, all, we grew up together. We were all in church together. Their grandfather was our pastor. Their grandfather was the one who raised my dad up, mentored him in the scriptures. Every Monday night, he was over at his house, teaching him the word, teaching him the word, training him up. I'm grateful to God. I'm a, I'm a product of that. So are you. You just don't really know it. But these things are just being passed down, passed down, passed down. But his granddaughters, what, what, what happened? I mean, we had, we had many church services together. We had Holy Ghost nights, and we all went to a Christian school together. We rode back and forth over to Gainesville, Texas, a little school called Gainesville Christian Academy, and our parents would take turns driving all of us kids. Now they're dead, terribly dead. Didn't die good deaths. So I just tried to weigh this. What, what's different? We had the same opportunities. We had the same message. We had the same faith, if you will. The biggest thing that I can see was what company we chose to keep. You choose life or you choose death. Because you're not invincible to evil company. Don't ever deceive yourself in thinking that. We are all just one decision away from the bad one. All of us are capable for death, or we're capable for life. Choose life. Choose life. Choose life. Come on, turn to somebody and tell them, choose life. Huh? Choose life. I think you chose life because you're at One Cost Church. Amen. This church is... Here to give life, to bring life. Can you give me about five more minutes? All right. Proverbs chapter 12. You better stick to it there. Verse 13. The wicked is ensnared. How? By the transgression of his lips. But the righteous will come through trouble. How? By not transgressing with his lips. You get into trouble through your mouth, you get out of trouble through your mouth. Amen. Amen. A man will be satisfied. Look at this next verse. A man will be satisfied with good by what? The fruit of his mouth. How many of you want good things in your life? I, th I think that's an obvious question, right? It's a rhetorical question, but we all do. You're going to get it by this. You'll be satisfied with good by the fruit of your mouth. Are you catching this today? Are you catching how important this is in this kingdom, in the life of a believer, that we watch what we're saying, that we get the right things in our mouth, huh? Guard your tongue. I, I, I'm not saying that everything will, will just go perfectly right overnight if you say three nice things to someone, all right? I'm talking about this has to become your life. This has to become your daily habit because a life of good is simply made up by a daily determination, all right? So you can have a good life. You can live in the goodness. You can have, be sustained and satisfied with good things by this principle. Get the word in your mouth. Get your mouth right. Get your life right. Amen. Good things. Good things. Oh, it makes me, it, I mean, it really does. It makes me think about the things that I say. If I, if I keep this truth alive in me, I'll be very careful to weigh my words before I open this trap door. James admonishes us to be quick to listen, slow to speak. How do we get this backwards? 
Huh? Quick to speak, slow to listen. Quick to listen, slow to speak. Slow to speak. So not only do we need to guard our mouths, but we also need to slow our speech. Amen. So if you want the fruit of peace, then you need to plant the seeds of peace. Want the fruit of joy? Plant the seeds of joy. The fruit of kindness? Plant the seeds of kindness. The sower, or the seed, I should say, produces after its kind. Amen. I don't know about you, but I, I personally I have found this, this truth, that my day goes a lot better if I start by opening my mouth and blessing the Lord first thing in the morning. Just by saying something is, thank you, Lord, that I woke up again. Thank you for the gift of another day. Thank you that this breath in my lungs keeps coming. Thank you. Lord, I, I set my feet on the course, on the path that you've called me to walk. Guide me. I'm going to plan my way, and I know that you're going to order my steps because my life is yours. You know, just offering up prayers of thanksgiving, quoting the word. Thank you, Lord, that where I go, I'm blessed. I'm blessed with the blessing of Abraham today. That means I have favor with God and I have favor with man. Thank you, Lord, that you're with me every step of the way. You give your angels charge over me. All of my children shall be taught of the Lord today. Great shall be their peace. You see what I mean? You set the course for your day. Every day, therefore, you set the course for your life. Just a daily determination. Your whole life will change by this simple truth of guarding your mouth. Life or death, what is it that you want? What is it that you love? Because it's what you're going to eat. It's really not that hard. You are in control of what comes out of your mouth. So take control. Amen. And rule well. Rule your vessel well. Rule your life well. Oh, taste and see. This is the last scripture. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. That's Psalm 34, 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. What does that mean? What does that mean to taste? Don't you, I love the imagery of, of the scriptures. But if you took it too literal, it, was, it would get weird then. <laughs> now I can't really take it there. What does that mean? To taste and see that the Lord is good. How are you going to taste and see? Oh, the fruit of your lips. The fruit of your lips. This means get his word in your mouth, see, so that you can taste the goodness of the Lord. You can taste the fruit of his word because the scripture says his word is life to those who find it. It's health to all of their flesh. Ooh, that's good. If you want to know where that is, it's Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, 22, somewhere in there. Brooke, let's just throw up some random scriptures and see. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. See if it's 20, 20. I want to make sure I give you the right address because it's such a powerful verse. Uh, proverbial, chapter 4. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your to my sayings. Keep going. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Here it is. For they are life to those who find them, health to all of their flesh. They are life to those who find them, health to all of their flesh. Did you hear that? 
I said the word is life and it's health. And it's not just talking about spiritual health. It says health to your flesh. Amen. So that tells us that the word of God has a supply for every dimension that makes up mankind. Spirit, soul, body. It's life to the spirit, life to the soul, life to the flesh. Amen. Taste and see that the Lord is good. What has the Lord said? What does he say? What does he promise you? If you'll get that in your mouth, oh my goodness, you'll be feasting on the fruit of it. Hmm? You know some of them. You know some of these promises. Come on, somebody give me uh, Philippians 4.13. Anybody know Philippians 4.13? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. How about 4.19? And my God shall supply all your need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. See, that's one to hold on to, like you, you find yourself in a little financial dilemma. Huh? You got months left and you're out of money. <sighs> right? So what am I going to do? Well, my God shall supply all my needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that. I'm telling you, I've seen this work time and time again. I'm, I'm not telling you something just because it's something a preacher should say. I'm telling you this because I have lived it and will continue to live this. It's true. It's true. It's true. And it will set you free. To plant His Word, it just simply means to continue to hear that Word coming. Let it continue to fall on your ears and then to believe it and then to bear fruit. To bear fruit by getting it in your mouth. What does it say? The word is near you, even in your heart and in your mouth. That is the word of faith which we preach. If, you're going, if you want to live in the goodness of the Lord, your mouth will take you there and your mouth will keep you there. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. Father, thank you for this time with these wonderful people. Lord, I thank you that they are the blessed of God. Not by works of righteousness that they've done, but by your mercy, but by your grace. Thank you. Thank you for the ultimate of grace that came to us when God became a man. And here was Jesus Christ, full of grace and truth. He died for our sins and they buried him in a tomb and three days later God brought him back to life never to die again he is and always will be the resurrection and the life and now who is ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of the throne of God and right now in this moment praying for us Thank you, Jesus. So that we would never question, we would never doubt, we'd never wonder whether God was on our side or not. He is on our side. He's on your side today. He's on your side. When you're faithless, He remains faithful. But I want to encourage you, don't be faithless. Believe Him. Believe in Him. Believe His Word. Take this truth into your life today. Take this truth. Believe the importance of it. Your life depends on it. The quality of your life depends on this truth right here.
What you will partake of in the kingdom of God depends on this truth right here. What are you saying? What are you saying? Speak life and have life. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.